You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome in to the show. Bill Ryder with you. Great to be back on the air. Thank you to Andrew Bogish for filling in yesterday, hanging out with Tom DeCelestino. They are they are best friends almost. And so that was a really nice moment for that guy, for those guys, for both of them. It's two of them. It's almost a singular. DeCel, you guys are so close. Good morning, Tom. I sometimes think of you as a single unit. Uh, good morning, Bill. Happy hump day to you. And, uh, yeah, you know, tandem. We're like, uh, you know, peanut butter and jelly that you love so much. Didn't listen to the show. Was um, was speaking, not at, because I was remote, but to my alma mater, the University of Missouri, which was a nice honor. And uh, But I did see that, that Bogus went out of his way to book 14 guests yesterday so that you didn't get to speak on the air. So I'm glad to see that. That that can that he's just we're not going to silence you today, buddy. You have free reign as we begin the show, telling everybody that we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home, and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. This is exciting. We're, we're doing some some mini. It says mini movie review when we do it. It's often a TV review, but Diesel, you don't tell the people what it is. But you watched a movie yesterday for the first time in two years. I did. I did. It may. <laughs> It might even be longer than two years. Uh, yes, so I have something to bring to the table for the mini-movie review today. I'm extremely excited to get into that. We'll also do NBA Power Rankings, which will be a bunch of fun. My buddy Ephraim Salam, who is a longtime former NFL player, is going to be on the program. That'll be exciting one hour from now. How's by yourself today, pal? I just missed your voice. I want you to talk the whole time. Illustrious. Uh... It is illustrious. It's a it's illustrious. Yes. I don't even know what that means. I'm not that... sure I do either. And your face when I said that word, now I'm really unsure of what that word no, means. Oh, you're good. You're good. I like it. You know what's not illustrious? You know what has never been illustrious? Basketball. It's literally basketball, <laughs> but ball or plays with the name Bill. But it's what we call the NBA segment sometimes. And we will give you a little bit of love letter to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That repeats the theme we've been saying here on the show for a while. I also may slip in just some reporting and some information I've gathered over the over the last few days over on Trey Young and John Morant and Luka Doncic and some interesting things there. We may save that, though. We may tuck that away for tomorrow because I thought today was Thursday for about 30 minutes this morning because I am hashtag not very smart. Uh, phone number on the show is 855-212-4CBS, Twitter Sports Writer, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. And if you are, and if I'm, this is a small slice of America that I'm speaking to. So so if those of you who don't apply, I, I apologize. Cause appreciate you listening that we're, we're eliminating you from this group, this conversation. But if you are a professional athlete who is also a misfit toy, if you're part of the misfit toys of professional athletes, L.A. loves you, baby. Come on out. We got a big open embrace. We got a lot of things here. Uh, they just dropped 
a bunch of Michelin star restaurants in LA, a bunch of new ones, which is a really great guide for me to know where I can't afford to eat and where I'll be confused for, for a busboy. So that's good to know. Don't go to those places. We've got um, pretty exciting baseball here, a baseball team that's very, very good, and a, uh, a team that's not very good that has two incredible players. We've got Hollywood, so a bunch of you know celebrity sightings. Rumor has it Arson's around somewhere. It's a little Aaron Judge joke for you John Heyman fans. Arson's out there maybe. But we also have become a collection point for broken, misfit, would-be former sports greats. Russell Westbrook is a prime example of this. I know, I know he's been playing better. It ain't going to last. Chip Kelly at UCLA is a part of this. I know, I know the Bruins started off really well. And then to to quote a, a great coach back in the day, it turned out they, they were who we thought they were. Soccer! I'm going to drop a soccer! World Cup's going on. We're never going to mention soccer again probably because the World Cup's over. But Ricky Puig, those of you that follow La Liga... In L.A., just kind of, Gareth Bale, oh, another one, sucker, and now Baker Mayfield. The arrival of Baker Mayfield happens for a lot of reasons. The, the primary one being the Rams are both a disaster, and their quarterback core is utterly destroyed. And so I think that Baker Mayfield being let go in Carolina, Baker Mayfield being picked up by only, only a single bid went in on waivers for Baker Mayfield. It was the Los Angeles Rams. And it does, on the surface of it, in theory, and, and more than theory, give Baker Mayfield an opportunity to maybe have a last grasp of success with a head coach and an offensive guru in Mr. McVay here in Los Angeles, California, that might offer a sliver of a chance for for Baker to succeed. But that's not really the story, and that's not going to be the reality. He's going to fail because he's already a failure in the National Football League. The reason that Baker is here, other than the magnetic pull of the misfit toys of the sports world that has become L.A., is because Matthew Stafford is on IR, is because John Wolford got injured, and because there's no one else to turn to for a Rams team that is and 3-9. The defending champions are bad. The defending champions have very little to play for. The defending champions have lost six games in a row. It makes sense the defending champions would turn to the misfit toy that is Baker Mayfield. There's some there's some upside here. There, there's an opportunity. Because the other options, if Wolford is out, and we know that Stafford's not going to play, is what, Bryce Perkins is the third-string quarterback? Is the guy you would turn to? in a Thursday football game tomorrow night where you're just setting him up to absolutely get destroyed. Get destroyed. Now, the reporting that's out there, the information that we have, is a picture of Baker Mayfield being set up to fail. But unlike in Cleveland, this is a reality because Baker Mayfield has already failed so many times, this is where you end up. Baker Mayfield is clearly low on confidence. Baker Mayfield does not inspire or instill any confidence in the locker rooms and the teammates around him. We have seen that starting in Cleveland, continuing in Carolina, with the public displays of frustration or doubt from his own teammates and the fact that an interim head coach in Carolina just wanted the hell out of there. And maybe it was mutual because Baker wasn't going to start, wasn't going to be part of the, the even the, the backup situation. But this is a guy, Baker Mayfield who reportedly was on a plane last night, because last night was Tuesday night. I don't know if you knew this. Tuesday comes before Wednesday, not Thursday. Was sent the playbook to attempt to memorize the playbook 
on the plane ride from the East Coast to L.A., about a six-hour flight, I do it a lot, in order to presumably have an opportunity to start tomorrow. One source told, I think it was Adam Schefter, when asked whether or not Mayfield would start on Thursday night football, there's a shot. Yes, but there's not a shot that Baker Mayfield is going to succeed. I hope I'm wrong here. I'd love to be incorrect on this. I'm just not. You could give Baker Mayfield a flight around the world. Did you ever read around the world in, was it 40 days or 300 days? I don't remember. Uh, no, I have not read it at Did all. Did he ride on a balloon? Anyway, you could put Baker Mayfield on a hot air balloon, if that's the story. I'm getting it wrong. Many of you will tweet, hey, writer, it's this. It's sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. You could, around the world in 40 days. I think that's, maybe it's 80 days. Let's call it 80 days. You could put Baker Mayfield around the world in 80 days with the playbook. He could go east instead of west, see a bunch of interesting things, get to L.A. from the wrong direction, have studied the playbook for almost three months, and still be, unfortunately, when he lands in L.A., and this is the big issue, Baker Mayfield. Unless he goes up in the air, goes around the world, and comes back as Andrew Luck and Seth Wickersham, my buddy at ESPN, really breaks a big story, it ain't going to work. It's not going to be successful. It's not going to happen. Do not get your hopes up the seven remaining Baker Mayfield fans who are out there. And yet, this isn't a free money situation for Baker Mayfield. This isn't a I'm going to prove everybody wrong situation. This is Baker Mayfield's last opportunity to succeed in the National Football League. We talked yesterday whether or not he would ever start again. And the answer technically turned out to be yes. He's almost certainly going to start tomorrow. He will start games going forward. But the real question, will he start outside of this debacle that is this season ever again, will be answered during his time in Los Angeles. And that pressure and the need for Baker Mayfield to be something he has not been in a long time, which is a successful quarterback with an awareness on the field that translates to moving the chains and a self-awareness off of the field that translates to the ability to do that, none of that has been present in several years for the former number one overall pick. And let's go a little bit further here. It is easy to pick on Baker Mayfield and to point out that he has failed and he has been bad and he has been, in whatever way, insecurity or ego or some combination of both, unwilling to carry himself in the beginning like a quarterback in the face of a franchise and then after that like a guy who didn't understand you're not that anymore, you have to earn it. Those are problems. Those are huge problems. There's also the reality that Sean McVay, Super Bowl champion coach, described offensive genius, really impressive football mind, I think they're all true, holds the reins a little tight. Holds the reins. He broke Jared Goff. And I'm not saying Jared Goff is Matthew Stafford, but Jared Goff the former quarterback in L.A. who got traded to Detroit as part of that Stafford deal. If you've watched any Detroit games this year, he's not Baker Mayfield. With a little bit of support, with a little bit of confidence, with a Dan Campbell, hey, I don't really know what I'm talking about on offense, but let's bite some kneecaps off together kind of inspiration. Goff's been serviceable. Baker's going to walk into a situation with a control freak for a head coach who expects throws that are sometimes impossible, who panics with quarterbacks who he deems the coach, Sean McVay, as not being capable and then puts them in a box and doesn't let them succeed. That has not led to success for some of the quarterbacks outside of Matt Stafford under Sean McVay. And Stafford wasn't exactly setting the world on fire this year when he was healthy. And two, Baker Mayfield is not very talented. Any of you who have ever been in a situation, and radio, TV, I think, applies, but played sports, did anything that requires a leap of faith in yourself, 
requires a leap of faith in your own ability. You're not sure you can get to point D. You're at point A and you got to jump. You got to ju- you just got to go for it. The people you play with, the people that coach you, the people that lead you, their belief is really important. If you can't do it, if they don't believe in you being able to do it, they sh- they shouldn't put you in that situation. But once you're there and once you're jumping, you need people who tell you you can get there. Doesn't guarantee it's going to happen, but it certainly helps. Baker Mayfield, trust me, is going to have the opposite. The problem with Misfit Toys is that they quickly go from being the Disney version, animated Christmas story version that D-Cell will spend the next 12 years of his life watching, where a dentist, have you seen the show? Where a dentist is randomly a part of the North Pole and a primary snowman character, and there's Misfit Toys in that show, D-Cell, which is why I'm bringing it up, and everything works out to actually what we've already seen in Los Angeles, California. Gareth Bale, weird reference point, but soccer player, soccer, has been a disaster. He's all of the World Cup. Russell Westbrook, despite better play of late, and really masked by Anthony Davis being incredible, is still a punchline and an albatross around the neck of that team because of the amount of money that he makes. Chip Kelly is the guy that, in theory, or at least in the way that we used to talk about football, reinvented offenses in this country. He was the prophet and the wizard and the creator of something that has passed him by and embarrassed him. He's the creator of his own Frankenstein. The guy is not up to the task. And I'm telling you, for Baker Mayfield, that misfit toy reality, that fact that he's going to go from being a failure to a punchline and a joke in painful slow motion that we watch Thursday night tomorrow and Sundays after this, that is almost a guarantee because of who Baker Mayfield is, because of who this Rams team is, and because of the fact that Sean McVay, for all of his strengths and and the benefits he brings a really talented quarterback – is a nightmare if you're not a talented quarterback, if you don't have confidence, if you're not at the top of your game. All of those things describe Baker Mayfield. This is going to be a match made in hell. And Baker Mayfield, already a failure, is now going to become even more of an embarrassment. I feel bad for the guy. That's where we're going. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Diesel, have you you didn't get the reference? You've never seen the Embodimal Snowman movie with the claymation and the guy's a dentist. For, he wants to be a dentist on an elf. And Rudolph puts the dirt on his nose. Oh, I've seen it. I have not seen it so far this holiday season. Got it. Got, I mean, it's a weird little show. Uh, it's very strange. Why would a dentist be in a Christmas show? Did the Dentist Association of America in 1959, when that thing was put together, or whatever, just get a bunch of money together and... And just buy the character? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know why. I, I think he, you know, is an elf in the in the show. No, he's an elf who wants to be a dentist, but right, why right. would... But it's why not a real. dentist? You, I have no idea. No, it's not real. He's not really an elf. That's well, just he, a made-up show. Maybe he really wanted to be a dentist, though. Why did the writers turn him into a dentist? What Was there a big, you know, you know, you know it'll get ratings? Maybe dentist. Maybe it's a lot like rom-com Tom. Maybe there's a lot of truth in their writing. Maybe one of those writers wanted to be a dentist himself. Rom-com Tom. Every time I come up with a segment for you, you just stop providing the content that that leads to. Although I got to tell you, we had, we had a segment when you didn't work on the show called What to Sell, which we still have, which just made fun of the things that your takes. But you just him in the hallway. Ryan Hickey, who produces at Gelb, my, and I love Ryan. Ryan's a dear friend, and, and, and I, I'm a big fan of the guy. Maybe the worst, the worst Twitter account I've ever seen in my entire life. He he tweeted, he I just can I just I know no one cares, but but for those of you that like to mock your friends, but it's a lot more fun when you're when it's actually true. I wrote him this morning, hoping 
that he had been hacked, and he hadn't been. Here's his take on Baker Mayfield. This is I'm not making this tweet up. I'm a big believer that you can't play good if you don't look good. 17, that's the number Mayfield has in the shirt. Number 17 doesn't fit Baker. Don't expect much success in L.A. Because he's got the wrong number? <laughs> Go he, be a dentist. If he that's your take. Picked, if he would have picked the right number, everything would be different. Give him, give him 24, and this guy's a Hall of Famer. All right. We're off to a mean start. Sounds good. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Let's turn back to kindness. Let's balance the scales. My good friend, executive producer Tom DeCelestino, wants to do a mini-movie review of a Christmas special that he watched with his son yesterday. That and some real weird sci-fi talk, along with, you know, football information. Coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. I want you to know, Tom, that number has dropped to 87. It's dropped to 87. Heading uh, in the right direction. Based off of what? How did I drop six percentage points? My disagreements dropped six percentage points. My agreement has increased just because you're, you're swell. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's baby steps. We're getting there. Uh, I hope we continue in that same direction, although I think, you know, this is going to be a roller coaster ride. No, no, dude. This is the beginning, the continuation of a beautiful partnership. We're already there. We're already there. By the way, that clip was about a very specific take. You make it sound like it's about you in general. But I think it describes our relationship in general. While that was probably about something specific, you're right. I think it sums it up pretty well. Incorrect. I'm not Andrew Bogus who just showed up, okay? 
Hello. Oh, Andrew's got a cool shirt today. Thank you for noticing. Did you? Do you have a Miami or any like little thing just superimposed on there? Uh, no. This is free of any college insignia. Okay. Let's get some housekeeping out of the way so we can get to some. We're gonna do some mini movie reviews. Uh, Bogey. D cell's got one. I got a couple. Would you like to join the fray? You don't have to. Oh no. I don't know if you see. I'm ready. You've seen a lot. Of, you were sick last week. It did. I saw one and a half movies. So the one I did finish, I will review for you momentarily. Let's go. All right. Aaron Judge, nine-year deal, $360 million, $40 million per year. It's even more than Arson Judge's deal um, with the Giants. Anybody here? I, I don't know John Heyman, so I, I, I don't feel bad making fun of the making fun of his trending typo tweet. The problem is Heyman, formerly of CBS, an Odyssey employee, it happens, reported, I think also the New York Post, reported that Judge was going to the Giants. So you have two stories. It was last night. No, same person. Today. I believe that was a that was a duo because Heyman writes for the Post. It was one yeah. story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's bo- he works for both places. What did you say? Explain yeah. that to me. He, that's, one, that's his main writing outlet at the, at the moment, I believe. So I think right. that was it was not two separate reports. It was him tweeting it and the Post then reporting John Heyman's report. <laughs> Diso, do you want to take this? Um, I, I don't. I don't really know what you're talking about, Bogus. I, <laughs> that's exact, it's okay. You don't have to listen. That's exactly that's what Bill said. <laughs> no, yeah, he said okay. he said two separate things. That's what I was correcting. He was, said that John works at two separate places. He is a, is a colleague with us at Odyssey, I'm, and I'm he still also sick. works for the Before Post. Before I make fun of John Heyman, I want him the courtesy of acknowledging he works the same company I do, and I the New York Post. First. Hi, Arson. One of us arsoned this thing. I don't know. So Heyman put out that Arson Judge, his name is Aaron, uh, was going to the Giants last night. And by the way, the typos happened. That's a bummer. The story, getting the story wrong, sucks. I feel bad for the guy. He deleted the tweet. The real issue is, on the West Coast, while everybody out in New York is like, yeah, we got him! I would love to fast forward about three and a half years from now into this contract. People in the Bay are are furious and are angry, and feel like they've been misled. And my only take here, and it shouldn't be a hot one, even though it probably runs counter to what they're feeling in New York, is it's just too much money for a guy who is 30 years old. It, that is a deal that's going to be... How long do we think, guys? That deal will be great, good, and bad. What, I'm going to go great for 18 months, good for two years after that, and bad for... What does that leave me? Four and a half years? Five and a half years of this nine-year deal? I'm going to be even more optimistic than that. I'm going to go, this is going to be great for four years. Four years? Good for three. And then the last two will be a little dicey. Last two? Yeah. He's going to be rocking at 36? Yeah. Well, no, good at 36. He'll be, he'll, be, he'll be very good for the next four years. And then 35, 36, 37 will be okay. 38, that, 39. 25 homers, driving 90 runs. Yeah. Not the best player of the Yankees anymore, but still useful. Yep. Hitting in that six spot. Yeah, sure. Okay. Maybe the five spot. I don't know. This is a disaster right now. Right now it's a disaster. The dude's not the best player in baseball. It. He's making $40 million annually. Are you kidding me? Like, the Yankees aren't a better team today than they were yesterday. They're no closer to a World Series title right now than they were at this time yesterday. Well, I'll tell you what. He wasn't a Yankee yesterday. So they are actually better today I, than I, they I, were yesterday. I am well aware that that's why I said that. They are no closer to reaching a title right now. 
Tell me how they're closer to reaching a title right now. Because Aaron Judge is on their team. No, no. Being an all-world player last season, which he'll come nowhere near Diesel, doing John again. John Heyman's the same person. <laughs> Does he have two jobs, He though? has at least two. <laughs> Let me just jump in here real quick and make an important point. All right, so if you're the Yankees and your window to win a championship is the next three years, let's say a three-year window, in what order would you rather have the market value we just saw Aaron Judge versus Jacob DeGrom versus Justin Verlander. Like, do you really think the issue for the Yankees is they can't score enough runs? Exactly. Exactly. They can find other players, multiple players, to fill that void and be a dominant offensive team. That's not their problem. I mean, their problem last year was no one else hit other than Aaron Judge for the second half of the season. It's why they had to hang on to a certain extent in the AL East. And the dude hit 62 homers, which he'll never come close to doing again. And they still didn't even get to the World Series. You're all mad, and I love this. Like, it's his money. Yeah, you're all, you're not even a Yankee, but I'm with you. I think it's a. He's not even the best player in the sport, and we're going to pay him $40 million annually for nine years? It doesn't work that way. It's the same thing in the NFL. Quarterback, the next quarterback up gets paid a little more than the, than the quarterback before him, right? Like, that's, it, it's not a, the question is, is he a top-tier, high-impact player worthy of this kind of money long enough to make up for nine, and it's baseball, right? So it's, the money's going to be his forever. I mean, it's not like, it's not football, and it's not the NBA where you can offload contracts sometimes because of the way the CBA is set up. Nine years is a long time, Bogus, you have to admit. John Heyman at the New York Post or the other John Heyman at Odyssey would would agree. <laughs> One's got an H in John, one doesn't. Um, yeah, I would. I mean, I in a perfect world, if I was the Yankees, I would have paid him more annually for less years to be able to get away from it sooner. But this is what it takes to keep Aaron Judge, and they had to keep Aaron Judge. They just did, and they got that accomplished. And I'm assuming they're going to make other moves to make the rest of their roster better. Like, we know how this plays out. They have Stanton on their roster already who, you know, five, six years ago got a very similar deal. Look how that's turned out. That's true. They that's could, true. They, if they had the opportunity to get rid of Stanton years ago, they would have. They're making the same exact mistake right now. I know they're not the ones who gave Stanton that contract. The Marlins did that. But they were willing to take it on. Like, this is going to be a disaster. Like, Injuries. Injuries weren't a factor. Injuries Injuries weren't a factor last year. Injuries. He's bound to get hurt. He's absolutely bound to get hurt. Okay, so what should they have done? Not signed him and done what then? Focus on pitching. They need pitching. You can score runs in that ballpark with that roster. You can score runs. Except they didn't last year. They would have to sign people in order to be a better offensive team without Aaron Judge. I acknowledge that. But you did not have to give him this contract. You did not have to bring him back. You didn't. I'm sorry. You feel like you had to. You feel like you were obligated to, but you didn't. I mean, I love I love everything about what is happening right here. I, 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 I love the passion that's brought on by Arson. Are they better than Arson? The, are they better than the Astros right now because they brought Aaron Judge back? No. But it's baseball, and you can win a seven-game series against teams you're not, you're not better than. What did what did Cody Bellinger go to the Cubs for for one year? Seventeen point five. So I know Bellinger's not Judge. I know he was washed with with the Dodgers. I got all that. He's also a guy that literally won an MVP and was a machine for for a stretch. I just 
I think there's at least an argument if you think, if your internal scouting department thinks that either Verlander, and he's 82 years old, or 40, whatever it is, or or DeGrom can be healthy for a while, throw some years at those guys and bring in some guys, a guy like Bellinger for a year. I mean, he's going to produce, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a bad deal, but I get, if I was a Cubs fan, I'd want them to do it because it's not my money. So I, I, I get it. I don't think we're going to get to the, the, the movie reviews. I'm really bummed because I guess we should talk about Jimmy G and the fact that that injury is not as severe as they thought. He has the opportunity to return seven or eight weeks. That would be right in the realm of the if you made the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. So if the Niners can make it far enough, now remember, A, they don't have the record for this. B, they don't have Jimmy G to get them the record for this. But there's only a single, there's only a single buy on each side now, and that's going to be the Eagles in the NFC. So they're going to have to win at least, it sounds like, best case scenario, a single playoff game, assuming they make the playoffs, a single playoff game without without Jimmy G. What's, what's interesting to me, guys, is, and, and Bogus, you talked about this with, with us a couple days ago, Baker Mayfield did get claimed by somebody. It just wasn't the Niners. Wasn't the Niners, and it wasn't a team blocking him from getting to the Niners, or a team that necessarily needs a future quarterback. It's the Rams who just don't want to lose anymore, so they're yeah. upgrading slightly from the law firm of Wofford and Perkins well, it's to Baker. They also have no Wofford picks. Hurt. There's no uh, there's no picks for the Rams, so what's right. the point of losing? Exactly. They they just they just want to win games, and they're not messing anything up by winning games down the stretch. So why not pay him one point whatever million dollars to try yeah, and come in three. there? Yeah. Poor Baker. Career's over. Um, all right, that's it. You guys want to do it? What do you think? Disa, you are the producer. Do you, I, I just, I feel bad. Like you, I know you say that you, you feel like bogish or, or, what did you say, outshines you this morning? I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, oh, please keep going. Please, please. I just want to give you some, um, the latitude, you know, the empowerment. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, uh, I was, you know. Ready and waiting to hear your guys' movie review reports. Let's, you know what? Let's let's do it. Who's going for it? What's the order when we get into this thing? Uh, why don't, you know, you should go last. You should go last. Okay. Let's do some mini movie slash TV reviews. Shorter than the shortest attention span. Shorter than Kevin Durant's commitment to a team. And shorter than a movie trailer. It's Bill Ryder's Super Short Movie Report. I can... There's a little Durant dig in there, isn't there? I forgot about uh, that. Yeah, a little bit. Little Who wrote bit. that? Uh, um, maybe Phil, Bill, I, I can't remember his name. Arson? Bill Jackson? <laughs> John, John Heyman III? <laughs> Who writes for the New York Daily News? Yeah, two, uh, <laughs> he's got two jobs, Bogus. Not sure if you knew that. All right, so there's a buzzer here, right? So you're the buzzer king here, Diesel? Uh Yes, yes. I control the buzzer and who gets buzzed and when. Don't be afraid to buzz, Bogus. Last time you gave him like three minutes. Uh, Bogus, do you want to kick things off? You want to go yeah. first here? Uh, I would love to go first. Thank you so much for asking. So in my uh, recovery last week, I was able to watch the latest biopic or biopic, as some might say, about American <laughs> hero Tom Hanks. We have already seen him go to outer space. We've already seen him help win World War II. Now we see Tom Hanks again, luckily slash bad luckily, in a horrible situation. This is in his small stint as a shipping vessel commander overtaken by Somali pirates. 
It's called Captain Phillips, even though his name is Tom Hanks. Anyway, he eventually ends up in a lifeboat with said Somali pirates where he's finally rescued by Navy SEALs and some sharpshooters. There's a lot of yelling in this movie. You know how it's going to end. That's my main takeaway. If you're okay with any number of people just screaming at the top of their lungs over and over and over again, angry pirates, angry Navy SEALs, sad and angry Tom Hanks, this is a movie for you. Uh, I haven't seen it. What's, what's longer, that film or your review? No, the <laughs> movie is like two and a half hours long, so it still beats out my review. Would you recommend it? Um, I would recommend it, but it's not the, anywhere close to the first Tom Hanks movie I would recommend. Okay. Okay. I like it. Well, get ready for this, guys, because I, too, watched a Tom Hanks movie yesterday. What? But what? mine was an animated holiday film, The Polar Express, Aww. way back from 2004. I know I'm staying relevant here. Uh, 18-year-old movie. Uh, Tom Hanks plays multiple characters in the movie. His main character is the conductor of the train. It's a kind of a magical train that's supposed to be taking these kids who fall asleep on Christmas Eve to the North Pole and all sorts of wacky life lessons are learned throughout the way. The train goes uphill, goes speeding downhill across ice. Everything is fine. Nobody's really driving the train at one point. uh, A kid is in control. You get these magical tickets. The animation, by the way, is not like straight cartoon. Bill, I know you're you're telling me I'm going long. I'm in control of the buzzer here. Nobody's going to buzz me. I'm not going to buzz myself. Uh, I'll buzz myself. (laughs) Yeah, that was longer than me, D-Cell. I don't know. You were very quick to point out how long-winded I was. That was like an hour extra. I had a lot I actually left. I couldn't. I left. I left again. I'm not criticizing. I'm just an explorer of information. I don't watch many movies. I just have a question. Yeah. What is the complicated part of the mini movie review? What, what, which part is tripping us up? <laughs> uh, it's too mini. It's too small. We got to go a minute. A minute? Yeah. I got a lot to say. I don't watch a lot of movies. So when I do... All right, get 30 seconds on the clock. I'm going to do two. When I say go, will you, fl- you give me the signal and I'll do... And you buzz me. I'm going to make it in 30 seconds. Ready? Go. Wednesday is the new show on Netflix. It is Harry Potter meets Tim Burton meets Teenage Angst. little serial killerism thrown in. Now, I was never an Adams Family fan, but there's a weird likability in Wednesday. The, I guess, psychopath teenage girl character and how she's reimagined in this Netflix show. It's incredibly funny. My 10-year-old loved it. It's appropriate. My wife loved it. My daughter loved it. It's well acted. The twists are incredible. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I actually felt moved almost emotionally. By Wednesday, Adams. I love the horn, by the way. It's very... There's an episode of Rick and Morty where they have one of these. All right, can I do Can I do another one? I'm not sure how I'm going to do this one. This is confusing, but can I do one more? Go for it. All right, you want to up the ante to 25 seconds? Ooh, absolutely. All right, give me the signal. Ready, go. The Peripheral is a second chance by the creators of Westworld to do a crazy sci-fi show the right way. I don't want to ruin too much, but it involves sentient robots that you put your mind into, and it may or may not include time travel. While it sounds insane, it also is about family, loyalty, and the consequences of the decisions we make. It is absolutely compelling if you can suspend your imagination a little bit and just accept you don't understand everything going on in the science of the show. It is one of the most interesting experiences I've seen on TV in a while. The Peripheral. 
on Amazon Prime. All right, so over 25, but under 30. So we'll yeah, give you th- a half a point there. 30. Oh, okay, a minute 12. I mean, are you still talking about Tom Hanks' movie? <laughs> he just got know. rescued. I, so I love Tom Hanks. I just never felt compelled to watch them. I can't bring myself to watch it. So the bigger story that I learned and very annoyingly learned is, A, I overpay for all of these stupid streaming services, and B, a lot of them don't have movies I want to watch. Like, yeah. And I'm okay. I don't mind watching movies a second or a third time. If it's a good movie, I can watch it again. Even movies with twists and like whatever, like you know that I there's a, you know that I know something is coming that's meant to be seen for the first time. I can watch all of those movies again. So I found myself in movies that I didn't want to watch again, or I didn't want to watch for the first time. Except then I saw Captain Phillips. I'm like, all right, I haven't seen that. It's Tom Hanks. It's probably good. I'll watch it. And it was fine, but it was just very loud, and I was not in the mood for loud at that moment. Yeah, it just, he's a great actor. I mean, the guy once acted next to a volleyball and mm. was compelling for the entire film. Can you name that movie, uh, Diesel? Castaway. Yeah, I, have you seen it? I have. So you know the volleyball's name, too, then. Oh, man. Um, I don't remember Spilson! it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it your dream? Like, when you watch that, most of us saw it as an existential horror show. <laughs> did, you, did you see this as, like, the, the perfect outcome? Yeah, I saw it as a vacation. Yeah. You're on the island. <laughs> yeah, by yourself. Don't have anybody to talk to. Sounds totally great. Chilling. How was yesterday, Bogus? I heard Diesel didn't get mentioned in the show tweet. Didn't feel like he got enough airtime or something. What was going on? Well, he got plenty of airtime. I, I did accidentally not mention him in the show tweet, and I apologized profusely via Twitter on the air as well. I messed up, took that bullet, and rightfully so. Um, but I thought the show went well. Diesel showed up, which is always a question mark when you're not here, but he was here. He booked yeah, two here. guests. and he did saw the two guests. Yeah, and he didn't punt or bond by or sell. He still delivered his, uh, his main segment. I did see, I was getting ready, and thanks for doing that. I, it was very cool to be able to speak to my to my alma mater. I did see his complaint tweet, and I looked at it for a while. Diesel, that, I mean, that's a pretty, um, I like the confidence you have to throw your weight around. <laughs> I really went for it. I really went for it. I got an on-air apology, too, by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'm, I'm still deciding whether i accepting it or not. Hey, detail earmuffs for a second. Bogus, you can't apologize. You gotta set those. You gotta just be like, deal with it, bro. I he, deal with it. He should win every once in a while. That's fair. All right. Thank you to both John Heyman's uh, and Arson Judge <laughs> and all the things that have happened in the last fifteen minutes. Uh, detail, you want to do some NBA power rankings? Let's do it. NBA power rankings coming up on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. What I never asked you this. How often do you agree with me, Diesel? Where are we at percentage-wise that direction? Oh, I'm pretty high up there. It's probably like 92. Wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to keep my job. Uh, that has not, You know that has nothing to do with it. By the way, um, DMC's Voice on Twitter tweeted at me, you need to watch White Lotus on HBO. Saw season one. Haven't seen season two yet. Are you a White Lotus guy? Uh, nope. Haven't seen a single episode. It's about people with fast, fancy pants uh, vacation resorts just like you guys go to. Fancy pants. I can't tell you the last time I went to a resort. Yeah, I went to one over the summer. Let's Let's not even discuss that. Let's do this instead. Let's do NBA Power Rankings. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NBA Power Rankings. Number five. Let's play a game, D-Cell. This fifth one is tough. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the NBA Eastern Conference, the separation between four and basically 11 is is a few games. So it's crowded. And even in the West, things are pretty clustered together. It's hard to figure out the fifth team. This one's a bit of a surprise, maybe. Would you like to venture a guess for a prize that is nothing? A prize that is nothing. Um, ba, 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 ba. I'm going to venture to say it is the Philadelphia 76ers. Lower your heads at, but unfortunately, no. You want to push that five? Let's do it. Let's do the five again, just to get exciting. Number five. With the words, give me the Los Angeles Clippers. Will Kawhi Leonard be healthy and stay healthy? History says no. But if he can, if he does, it's happened before, and we watched him come back the other night and play really, really well, especially late in the game. They are a force to be reckoned with. They're fourteen and eleven, but they're only a few games off the two spot. Don't sleep on the Clippers. Number four. I've been on. I love the Cleveland Cavaliers. We may dive into them in a little bit more depth later in the show. Donovan Mitchell had a huge game last night. They beat the Lakers. I know. I know. I know. Anthony Davis missed most of the game with flu-like symptoms, but this is still a Cleveland team that had only beaten LeBron until last night two times in the I think twenty-two that he had played them since he had been somewhere else been utter domination from LeBron James every single step of the way. It's a statement game. It's a big game. That Cavs team is a contender this year for an NBA crown. Number three. Look, I've got some concerns about the Phoenix Suns. I worry about Chris Paul's age, and I know that he is still really effective when he's on the floor as a facilitator. He's not the same guy defensively. Really, my primary concern is as Chris Paul gets older and more frustrated with his inability to be the player that he was, how does it impact that team around him? I've been very, very candid about Chris Paul's difficulty sometimes in terms of his leadership style. We haven't 
We didn't. We, and we're not going to, I think, very much dive into some of the rumors and weirdness swirling around Chris Paul and some tabloidy stuff that isn't great, but it could impact the way that he plays. I really like. I'm saying I really like Phoenix. They're the best team in the Western Conference, but they're not on the top tier of the NBA. Number two. Hello, Milwaukee Bucks. Great to have Chris Middleton back. They're going to have to get him into the rhythm a little bit. They lost the Lakers the other night, even though Middleton played well on Middleton's return. Giannis is not having the same level of effectiveness near the rim that he used to, despite having huge, huge games. My point is they're not quite fully calibrated to where they should be offensively. They're great defensively. They're going to be fine. They're one of the few teams, I think, that are favorites to win an NBA championship, and they would be number one if not for a team that has been amazing. Number one. Hello, Oklahoma City Thunder. Not really, but I do like that city. Boston Celtics are 20-5. and five. Boston Celtics are the best offense in the NBA. The Boston Celtics, over the last four weeks, have been a top-five defense. Now, if you look at their season totals, they're still middle of the pack, not even that good because of how bad they were early in the year. But these guys are clicking on every single cylinder. Malcolm Brogdon's a really important and nice addition. We already knew Jason Tatum was a star, and if you weren't paying attention, it's a lot going on. It's hard to. So is Jalen Brown. These guys have not missed a beat. Maybe they missed a couple beats, but have gotten an absolute rhythm together. They're a orchestra of excellence in the NBA without Ime Udoka. Diesel, what are you laughing at, bro? How many beats do you think they've missed? I mean, they missed 11 beats. They're, uh, 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 and then they got it going. And how many beats would you say that, you know, somebody like me who can't dance? Do I miss all the beats? I don't even know how to. My wife tells me that my rhythm is negative. It's negative. Like if you measure it on a scale, my rhythm is so bad it's mathematically impossible. So I'm not going to judge you. Do you know who would judge you, though? Just judge me many times. Ephraim Salam. E, my guy, NFL player, who joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.